Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on the ESPN app. You can click more on the lower right-hand corner, scroll down to live radio. We are right there, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, yesterday we're talking about Ja, and Jay, you mentioned something about what you felt was a light punishment from the NBA because you think they should send a strong and clear message, particularly as it relates to guns. Yes. Zero tolerance. And you would have had him out for the rest of at least the regular season. Yes. Right. Okay. Which would have meant 10 more games. So Doc Holliday, sports director at WMC Action News 5 in Memphis, took exception to that. And even though Jay was crying and huddling and afraid, he did not want a, con- a confrontation. I eventually talked. No, Jay insisted that Doc Holliday come on this show today. And we have, we're going to hash it out right now, Jay. It's you all good. It's all love. Doc. The doctor. Good morning. What's up, Doc? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? How y'all doing, man? What's up, Doc? Yeah, tickety talk. What's up, Doc? So, Doc, what, what you was do? your beef with what Jay said? Let's jump right into this. I mean, I just totally disagreed, man, because uh, me being a former athlete, being 23 years old at, at, at one point, uh, making a lot of mistakes, making a lot of immature mistakes, needing to be corrected, and he was corrected. They give him eight games. I think Ja lost maybe $700,000, if not more, and Jay wanted him to be gone the entire season, which would have been 20 games, which would have been a, which would have been a lot more than that, so... I took exception to that, man. You know, it's a, uh, you know, we, 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 it's a quadruple standard a lot of times when it comes to black men, it comes to black athletes, and guys old enough to be my son. So, I felt like that was a harsh punishment. I felt like that was a harsh stance to take, especially on a young man who's learning not only how to be a young man, he's learning how to be a father, he's learning how to be a professional athlete, and he's learning how to be an NBA superstar, man. All of those things are different, so. Uh, that's why I took exception to it. You, so, I, so I, Doc, I, that, that's why I wanted to have you on the show. So, you know, I think a lot of times – let me ask you a question, Doc. Did you, did you see the clip of me saying it or did you, see the, did you see the entire segment in which we spoke about it? I saw, I saw the clip of it. Okay. I saw the clip of it. And, I, and that's why I, I don't really watch it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, bro. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, no. I, I, I don't really watch a lot of these shows, man, because they come down so harshly. On us and on, on on these athletes, man, these black athletes, man. So I kind of stopped watching it. So a lot of times people have sent me the clip, mm. and I watched the clip. Uh, so did I watch the in- entire interview? No, but when I saw that, and I'm like, man, you know, for you to say they missed the mark, and then you say, you know, because at one point you said everybody need to put their arms around Jock. Then the next the next moment you say he needs to be suspended for the entire season, and I'm like. Hey, Jay, I, I rock with you sometimes, man, but Jai didn't break any laws. No one got hurt. He's a, he made an immature, young guy decision. And now y'all want to just throw him out there knowing that he may – even when he says he's dealing with depression, he's dealing with some things that he has to deal with, uh, you just want to throw him out there for the, for the rest of the season based off of that. So that's why I took exception to it. Doc, so, do me a so, favor, oh, oh, though. Hold, let me say this real quick, yeah, Jay. Doc, do me a favor. Go ahead, Keith. Won't you start watching our show? Don't do that for me. Do that. Do that for me. You need to start watching our show because I'm offended that you put us together with everybody else 
and how they do business. And you put us together with that, and we don't do business that way. Okay, hey, man, I, just want, I just want to be. I just want to be clear. Name? Hold on. Did I no, 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 name? no. You didn't say. You didn't say my name, but my name okay. is at the top of the show. And when you say us, it's all three of us, which means that this is our show, and we together. You see what I'm saying? So when you say us, it puts me and Max in it too. And all I'm saying is, you got to watch our show. When you say a lot of these shows out here, you see what I'm saying? Throw the brothers under the bus. I just want you to watch hey, Key, our show. Hold on. Key, I said a lot of these shows. Did I say your show? Yeah, but these. These no. is putting us in the same. Doc, these these shows. is putting Doc, us in the same. Doc, That's all I'm saying, Doc. I, Doc, let me, let me talk here I because you. you and I are having this conversation. Oh, yeah. First off, I, I really yeah. appreciate the way you responded, man. And uh, I know you and I DM'd each other yesterday and we – kind of talked about like what we're ultimately trying to help with the conversation around young black athletes and young black men. So, you know, just to give you insight, this is sometimes the problem I have with the way media works because there's a clip, right, and it doesn't hear about what we're talking about in its entirety. From the beginning, this show has tried to wrap their arms around John Morant. And I've stated this so many times on air. All I want to do is see John Morant win in life. Trust me. Win in life. That's all I want to see him do. I've been down to Memphis before. Like, I, I talked to T. Morant, his dad. I backed John on national platforms before about what he's dealing with. My only gripe about it really had nothing to do with Ja. It has something to do with about where the NBA is with guns in general. And I wanted zero tolerance with guns because I think we have an issue with guns in this country. That's my, that was my biggest thing, and, I, and it, was a, it was a statement not for a job, but for family members because playing basketball, and you get this, Doc, being part of the NFL, like back in the 90s and early 2000s, there were major issues around that. And my thing is like players holding guns. I've been around players that had Glocks in their luggage bags on planes, and I'm like, yo, yeah. why? We don't need to do that anymore. And I know Ja had security, right? We even had Tamika on yesterday who runs the MBPA. And I was like, what is the betting process that the MBPA has for athletes to say, who are the top flight security guards here in the country that I can choose that are going to watch me so I don't have to be that person living that lifestyle? And I know, like you know, a lot of us come from that lifestyle, but we don't need to live that anymore. That was my only gripe about it. And I know it would take money out of Ja's pocket. It wasn't specifically towards John, I just don't want to see us in that situation anymore where things get escalated, we can lose control. We have people to protect us for that. So that, that, was, that was my only point. I had nothing to do against Ja. We love Ja. So I, 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 but that's also my problem about social media sometimes because you see the clip and then all of a sudden you and I are pitted against each other when we're actually on the same side. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no. I, I, I totally understand in uh... – and that is how social media works because a lot of times people don't, you know, they don't see the full context. And I ask, and I ask Keith, and, I, and I'm going to go back to Keith, and I'm going to answer your question, Jay Will. So, Keith, you want me to watch you all show. How about you download the Action News 5 app and watch my show because mm-hmm. I do a lot of positive things as well. Then I come back to you, Jay Will. You're exactly right. We do have a problem. We have a problem with ignorant people with guns. Mm. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah, you're right now, about that. I, I, I totally, I, I mean, Ja made a young, immature decision. But looking at the clip, he was, he was. I, I don't condone what he did, but it's out of maturity. This man, this young man is learning how to be a man. And not only how to be a man, how to be a father. 
and how to be a professional athlete. Now he's learning how to be a superstar athlete because he's a superstar. And that's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And I don't condone job being in the club, even though he was holding the gun like a baby wipe, he still showed the gun. <laughs> and he put it down. But he was holding it like a baby wipe. You Doc, know what I mean? I, I, I but, got you. And I also just wanted to, you know, I, 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 when I saw your clip, just to let you know, I, I'm like Eminem in 8 Mile. The first thing I said is, yo, I, I'm, I made mistakes. I'm, I'm yeah. like I, I'm the first. I made mistakes. I got into an accident that ruined my career. I own that. I own that. Yeah. So like, I, it ain't the pot calling the kettle black. It's like sometimes when people come to me and they say, "Well, why would I listen to Jay Will? Like he ruined his career." I'm like, "Well, hold on a second. Like I'm not saying like this pertains in particular to Ja. I'm just talking about the overall description of the experience, Doc. Right? It's like when your car breaks down, you don't go to your homie that's never worked on a car before, right? You go to the mechanic." Like, when you need something to happen physically like with your body, like, you don't go to your friend that's never dealt with it, but you go to, like, a doctor. So I have had experience in dealing with mistakes. That's why the first thing I said was, like, yo, I'm the first one to own what happened to me in my life and how I needed to address it, right? I don't agree with every single thing. We're not going to agree on every single thing, but just know that the yeah. intention is there, brother. We're on the same side. I think we just got caught in the innuendos of sometimes how things go down via social media. Well, Doc. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, with all this said about the whole John and everything, and about what he did wrong, if he did wrong, if he did right, all that, the growth, everything, we know that, right? As, as three black men, we know what, it, what it's going to take for, for, for him to get to the level that he's supposed to be on and off the court, which is hard work and dedication and his family support. How is this going to affect the Memphis Grizzlies, though, moving forward as they try to win a first championship? How is this going to affect them? Well, Key, that's a great question, man. If you look at how they've been playing since Ja was gone, I think they went 6-3 in the games Ja didn't play. Mm. Uh, they won last night with Ja coming off the bench. He came and got 17 points, man. You, if you look at how the Grizzlies organization is run, uh, you got some smart men at the top. You got some smart people in that organization. You got Taylor Jenkins, he's, who's doing a great job. You're dealing with – see, Memphis has his first ever superstar on the Grizzlies. Kenny is my guy. That's my brother. He's a superstar, but he belongs to the city. But the way the Grizzlies are playing right now, man, you just had Ja, who had two weeks off, hmm. not putting any stress on his legs or on his body. And that's still number. That's still second seed in the West. They just clinched another Southwest Division championship. And while Ja was gone, you see Jaron Jackson Jr. putting all those skills that he has, putting them together. But not only that, he's playing with a dog in them, man. Jaron is backing dudes up and just he just he's jamming on them. He ain't dunking on them. Mm. He's jamming on them, and those are two different things. Doc. And then you got Desmond Bain. I call him little hoop and swole dude, looking like a strong safety out there. He's just knocking down buckets after buckets. And we don't even have Stephen Adams. He's been gone, and Dylan Brooks had to sit out. The tough guy. So you have a team, man, that's really coming together. You have some young personalities. You have some young talent. You have some young energy, and they're believing that they're unbeatable and they're invincible and you even have the NBA champs letting these young guys get in their heads and making them, you know, talk trash to them. So I'm confident with what the Grizzlies can do and what they can accomplish this season. Doc, I, we got about 20 seconds, but I, I do want to get your opinion yeah, yeah. on this real quick. And think about yeah. it for one second. You could take a heartbeat. Who do you think has more upside when it's all said and done? Jaron Jackson or John Morant? 
Man, that's a upside. heck of a question, uh, uh, Jay. Yeah, I know. Ooh, up, upside. You know what, man? Probably, uh, I would have to. Oh, man, I would have to say Ja because Ja is Ja still kind of growing into his body. Even Darren is too. But Ja, he was he was blessed and born with so much crazy athletic ability from the Most High Man. So he can once he gets that that three pointer consistent and flying through the air like that. Oh man, the rest of the NBA really got to be scared. Mm. Doc I appreciate Holliday, you coming on the show, Doc. Director we'll of talk, WMC man. Action News Five in Memphis. So, so you two are friends. DOC. Yeah, we were friends. cool before. Yeah, we were on the same page before. Oh, we, yeah, we good. Oh, we good. Friends, it's all love, man. Yes. And, and, and I appreciate you all coming on the show. And Keyshawn, I got to tell you, man, my brother Isaac Bruce be talking about you sometimes too. Man, all good things. But, you know, it's all love, man. I appreciate you all coming on. I appreciate Jay Will reaching back right. out to me, man. I got you, yes, Doc. Sir. Love and respect. All right, my guy. All right, baby. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Gray Goose. A lot to digest with this John Morant conversation. We're going to take your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN. I'm sure people have things to say about it. 729-3776. Next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So, John Morant comes off suspension. Eight games away and gives him 17 points off the bench with some spectacular plays going to the basket in a Grizzlies win. It was his idea to come off the bench because he'd noticed how well the team was playing without him, didn't want to disrupt the chemistry. First play of the game was that nice lob to Jaron Jackson like he was taking what the defense gave him. And just now we had Doc Holliday, the sports director of WMC Action News 5 in Memphis on because he was critical of something Jay said about what he felt the suspension for Josh should have been the rest of the season. I guess you meant the regular season. Regular season, yes. Because it was important, you feel, to send a zero-tolerance for guns policy in the NBA. Let's not forget, Josh had gotten into – there were no charges brought, but there were several incidents. Exactly. And people were watching him closely off the court and when he decided to broadcast on his IG Live, him holding a gun in a club. So, like, you know, it was, a sell, it, was a, it was an unforced error, right, on his part. Unforced turnover. At any rate, so you, and, you, you hashed it out with Doc Holliday. It was a good, com- good constructive conversation. People, Doc's point was that uh, young black athletes, and he was once one, 
uh, he feels are held to uh, up to scrutiny and kind of unfair standards. And you and both you and Key made it clear that's not what you were doing. But people, I think, want to want to uh, hear this. Yeah, but, hear the, but before we grab the people, though, uh, Max. Yeah. No, I I just wanted him to know that we are are, are black brother. We are brothers, and we are going to at times give black athletes the benefit of the doubt because we've been in their shoes before and we understand Mm -hmm. the double standards and all that. But let's not get it twisted. If a a, a black athlete does something wrong, then we certainly are going to talk about it, scrutinize it, okay? Just like we would do a white athlete. Right. If a white athlete had done exactly what Ja did, I would have have said the exact... I know, Jay. He would have asked her to be suspended for this entire year. If he had supposedly gotten a fight with a high school kid and this and that, even if there were no charges, and then he flashed a gun in a club. Yeah, same thing. You would have said, suspend him till the end of the regular season. Right. Okay. Anyway, people want to weigh in on this. You can hear the entire conversation, by the way, on the KJM podcast. You can download that wherever you get your podcast. John in Louisiana. Hey, Cap, thanks for taking my call. Jay, I agree with you totally. He should have been for the rest of the year. He's been in too many incidents, and it's just a bad look, man. He's got too much money to have too much security. He don't need to be playing with that. That's all I got to say. Have a good morning, fellas. And, John, so, you know, Doc came on and was talking about as a, as a young black man trying to deal with fame, trying to deal with being the face of the NBA, trying to, you know, deal with all these. I'm like, yeah, I, I completely understand that. I can compartmentalize that. But for me, if I'm the NBA, I have a zero-tolerance policy as it relates to guns. As it relates to guns, I do not want to see my players flaunting, showing guns, hearing alleged reports, multiple incidents with guns. For me, zero tolerance with that. Let's keep in mind, too. doesn't matter what color you are. There aren't so many athletes like Ja at that level in terms of scrutiny because he is very famous, because he is really, really high up in the hierarchy of the NBA. But he's not the only guy there. But he is the guy getting in trouble. Like, there are lots of young players. Many of them are black in the NBA. But he got in trouble. This is not not uh, an ongoing issue with, you know, 20 other players around his age who are really good. Where there, were, where there was incident after incident after incident, and then they broadcast themselves on IG in a club with a gun, that happened to Ja. And so he, you do have to deal with him as an individual. Don in Dallas, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, thanks for the call. Um, I have to disagree with Doc on that and do agree with Jay, because if I recall correctly, when the reporter asked him about drinking, you know, um, I doubt that he was in the bar not drinking. And it is against the law to drink and possess a gun in Tennessee. Uh, I did look that up myself. Uh, but back to the other incidents when Josh said he just wanted to make sure his sister was okay when somebody was bullying her or whatever. Key and Jay, you know, if somebody's messing with your sister, you're not just going there to talk. So he did that as well. I mean, but and then with the Memphis Police Department, we just seen last month how crooked and corrupt they are. So he could have paid them off or whatever, you know. But I do agree with Jay that he should have been suspended for longer than that. Could he put himself in that situation? Yeah, he did. I mean, you know, you know what bothered me about it, the length of the suspension, was because I look at John and think I'm a big fan of his because we like, all are. But Mahomes, I'm just talking personally for me. He and Mahomes are the two guys I watch in sports now and go, I, they just look different to me when they're doing their thing. It looks different to me. I enjoy it so much, right? It doesn't often come along. 
So I want it to be good for him. And when he's getting into this trouble and he's checking himself into, into a, a – what is it? Not rehab, but a, a – a counseling, counseling program. Counseling program. program I'm yeah. thinking, ooh, this is good. And the league and the team, everyone's doing the right thing here. And then when it comes back, it's going to be eight games, six served already, two more. I'm like, oh, hold on a second. How much are people actually interested in him getting all the help he needs and how much are they interested in the playoff push? Well, right? also, Key, when people are like, well, Jay, you said last week we all have to put our arms around him. Yeah, so, I mean, look, my dad's giving me a lot of tough love sometimes in my life, right? So just because you're critical doesn't mean that that's not coming from a place of love. Like, actually, a place of love is saying, hey, we felt like – this whole scenario about you taking a week in a counseling program was fast-forwarded very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Right, all of a sudden, seven days later, now you're sitting down with Adam Silver, and all of a sudden you're reinstated. Like, hold on a second. What just, like, what just happened? And I understand that you can get the right tools, but when you actually start calling people who own counseling programs, when you start actually talking to people who deal professionally as it relates to stress and anxiety, they've all said to me, well, seven days doesn't really seem like it's enough time to really grasp the understanding of the tools used to need to be used to handle. This I agree situation. with that point, and you, we have discussed that point on this show earlier. But I think the point you made before Jay is super important. When you have a stricter punishment, that does not mean there's a lack of caring. Yeah. It's not like the punishment you wanted to dole out was going to ruin his career or bankrupt him or something. It's sometimes a stricter punishment within certain limits is. Is shows actual caring, you know, for the you know, person. You know me, Max. I, you know I'm a what if guy. Mm-hmm. You already know that. Mm-hmm. What if? Mm-hmm. See, I don't. I I look at things. I look at things way different. In mm-hmm. in, what I mean by that is when I say what if, yeah. So so like Jay said, it should have been stricter, harsher penalty, whatever. He had a gun in the waistband. What if? Mm-hmm. What if somebody what else if? had a gun back? No, 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 no. Somebody saw him and responded. What if it slipped Mm. down his pants leg? Lexico Burris. Lexico Burris. Triggered and somebody got hit. I am a what if guy. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. I'm like, yeah, we get it. We understand what happened. But what if this happened? Because if this happened... We all sit up here having a different conversation. Very yes, different conversation. Very different conversation. I've had that conversation, Key, with people in my life where I've said, okay, you did this and then this happened. What if this other thing would happen? We would what be if? having a very different conversation. That's very different conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Rick Patino says a lot of St. John's players probably won't be back next season. How fair is that to the players, KJM? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. So we've been talking about uh, Rick Pitino. And by the way, before Ooh. him, Deion Sanders, you know, telling their players to head to the transfer portal. What do you think about head coaches who do that? I mean, this is part of a long and ugly tradition in college sports. I mean, it's as old as college the intersection between college sports and big money. It's part of it being a big business. And I really think this moment with Deion Sanders and Rick Pitino just, you know, leading uh, with their fists and their chin, saying if you're not uh, on board with what we're doing or you're not on board with my plan, therefore you need to leave I mean, I think we, we need to understand it best as a time to really think and reflect about just how important name, image, and likeness rights and the transfer, transfer portal really are. Because without it, these players are just in a purgatory of powerlessness. And Dave, you know, I was just talking to Seth Greenberg during the break, and we were talking about, you know, he's a college basketball analyst here and does ESPN game day for college basketball for ESPN. And he was saying that, you know, we're on track to have 2,000 and 500 young people in the transfer portal already. And we're just in the second week of mm-hmm. March Madness. So, like, this is just not a theme that happens at Rick Bettino at St. John's. This is a theme that happens a lot this time of the year as coaches leave for other opportunities. New coaches come in. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find the people that they want to win with. And that means, you know, if that's 70% of their recruiting class of kids that are already there, they're out. They're on their own to figure it out. Yeah, the coach transfer portal is out of control. I agree with you about that. Uh, the question is, <laughs> been, what, yeah. rights are play- what rights are players going to have then in this process? And um, I think what we're dealing with with the transfer portal and people being concerned about there not being guardrails on it and it feeling a little bit like the Wild West, to me, one, it does make the game fundamentally more exciting to me because your team can do a quick turnaround. That's just my opinion on that. People have disagreements if it's good or bad for the sport. But I think it's just more important to root this in a discussion of you reap what you sow. Because for decades, these players have just been in a position of utter powerlessness. And now they're able to flex. You're seeing it push some of the grand old coaches out of the game. Uh, Krzyzewski, Jay Wright, uh, Jim Beheim, you know, all, all – saying that this is a reason why I'm now walking out the door, these legends of the coaching realm. But to me, this is the new world, and it's a world that the power in college sports has created in and of themselves. And if they don't like the way it's running, step one is looking in the mirror and say, okay, well then how can we have a regimented system that's actually rooted in not just justice, but some sense of the players having a collective voice. So it's not just them running to the nearest car dealership and saying, oh, in Kentucky, I can get 200 grand for doing this, therefore I'm going to go over there. But thinking about how if they stay rooted in a space, that they can still feel that same sense of empowerment and rights as a player. So then, Dave, how do, how do we fix it? Because like, these are one-year mm. renewable contracts, right? That's what a scholarship yes. really is. Are we talking about four-year guaranteed deals? 
Well, some schools do four-year guaranteed deals. I think that should be replicated dramatically across the system. I mean, even if a coach says you're no longer on this team, if you are making the grade, and the grade part is very important in this, then I do think you should be guaranteed a place in that school because I'm thinking of the person who says, okay, it's not working out on the basketball or football team, but, you know, I've got my you know, partner here. I've got my major here. I've got my life here. Uh, that that commitment, I think, should be honored. But if you're asking me what I should think more broadly, I don't know if this is going to be viewed in a popular sense or whatnot, but I think we've got to start thinking of players, how they can operate as uh, as university employees who also mm-hmm. are, have the option to go to class and have that be as a part of the process, but have them be people who are rooted in the school the way so many others are rooted in the school. And I think sometimes we talk about this stuff like it's 1955 and don't realize that in a lot of cities right now are basically university college towns like Pittsburgh. What's the number one employer? Pitt, Baltimore. What's the number one employer? Johns Hopkins, South Bend, Indiana. What's the number one employer? Notre Dame. And so these are basically become company towns where the industry is more often than not football. And I think we need to, I think, wake up to the status of the current relationship in 2023. That's just me. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've, I've been around college sports for for a while, and, and, and Jay raises the question of, you know, four year guaranteed scholarships. The Pac twelve conference adapted that back in twenty fourteen. That's one conference yes. that has yes. that, that adopted that. And then you have other schools, as I said earlier, that you have other schools that do the same thing. I, when I look at this situation, because most universities, like you said. When you look at the city in small college towns, the university employ a lot of the people that live in the town. Some mm-hmm. athletes, depending on the way that I look at, depending on the pecking order, should be state employees or university employees to give them an opportunity to share in the upside of the revenue. I know NIL is is trying to go in that direction, but it's a totally different thing. And then in terms of the coaches in the portal. Coaches are allowed to leave and go get other jobs. Mm -hmm. Players are allowed to leave to to find new homes. If you are good enough, you'll find a new home in a heartbeat like that. Just like if a coach is good enough, they'll find a new home to be able to coach. And I understand the concern of, well, I was recruited by X, but then this person came in and he doesn't necessarily like my playing style because you don't fit what he wants to do. He can't ruin his coaching career by trying to make you adapt to his situation when he already knows, as you know, he already knows who that player is, what that player is all about, because prior to taking that job, you best believe he's done extensive research over that roster. So he's not putting himself and his family in a bad situation, taking a bad job. I I don't have yeah. a problem with Rick or, or Dion, what they said and how they did it at all, because they do it in professional sports. They do it at, at Disney. They do it at Fox. Mm-hmm. They do it at a lot of different places. When people come in, they look for change and bring their own people in. Well, that, that's what I'm saying is that we got to recognize that it's 2023 and Patino and Sanders, they're not doing something new. I mean, this is decades in the making. The only difference now is that the power is, in fact, more balanced. And Keyshawn, I, I got to throw out there that I loved your book, Forgotten First. Uh, one of my favorite sports books of the last year. And one of the things that you lay out in the book is the importance of disruptors. 
of people who are actually trying to fight for inclusion and change in the space of sports, because without that, uh, you're, you're up the creek. I mean, and that's the history of sports. I mean, athletes would be in a position of abject powerlessness across the sports landscape if they themselves didn't stand up and say, this needs to operate in a different way. And I think that is, we're, we're getting on that road now in college sports through NIL, Transfer Porter, but I still think there's another level to go that has to do with the rights that you're going to have on a university, particularly in these big state college company towns. Mm-hmm. Dave Zirin, sports editor of The Nation, host of the Edge of Sports podcast. Thanks for jumping on with us this morning, Dave. Appreciate you, Dave. Thanks for coming on, Dr. Z. Yo, no problem. I grew up on Max Kellerman on boxing. We're on the road to the riches. Let's do this. (laughs) Uh, You from the city, Dave? I am from the city. Uh, We we knew a lot of people in common growing up, actually. (laughs) All right. Dave Zirin. That doesn't surprise me. Like Here we right. go, Thank Max you, and Dave. That's right. Hey, did you go to your favorite pizza place on the corner? I used to do the bagels over there. I The little truck. The, the water. The, the water truck. is different. Yeah, the, the water. Keyshawn, J. The water is different. The water is different. Better bagels. The water is different. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, we need a nickname for Lakers superstar. Joe's superstar? Pizza, that's right. Austin Reeves. Is he the Mayo Mamba? We're going to take your calls. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio. You can't talk around your phone anymore. Yo, all of a sudden stuff pops up. Like, "Ah, I've been doing this on my phone sometimes. Like, I'll be having a conversation, like on our show, and my phone's down. And I look down at one of my texts. I'm like, yo, it just, I have two pages. It just heard everything. It's well known. They access your microphone. No, because you you probably pushed, you probably pushed. No, I don't push it. Nope. No key. Companies access the microphone of your phone. And they listen to what you say, and ads pop up based on what you're talking like about. That's true. I'm I don't not making like that it. up. No, this right, is not one of these like, Yates things like that rains on Tuesday. It's true. You sound like my sister now. I'm not paranoid. I'm not going for conspiracy theories. No, you got to hear. No, what Jay is saying, what Jay's saying is that his phone, because it happens to me, he's having a conversation. Right. And his phone is recording the conversation, and if he was to push sin, that uh, conversation would yeah, that, go well, that happens, that person. That happens to me, too, on text yeah, it sometimes. Happens but all I think the it's because you hit something by accident. No, that's what no I, I do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do think not you do. No, you, no, you may have not. I am the most tech-savvy guy you, here. Trust me. 
No, listen, listen. had a great idea. Man. We need to. I'm going to test this right now. What should I start asking my phone about that in five minutes we can come back and see if I got ads for it? Start asking about cars or something, or just start talking about a certain kind, a certain kind of car or something. You'll get a car ad. Yeah, about talk a about something. Yeah, something like that. Car see what happens. Pinto. Yeah. yeah. Ask uh, yeah. what kind of chaps you're going to wear on your birthday. Jesus, man, that's wrong. Right, and see, see what kind of chaps it brings up for him. Coming no, off a career Jay. best 35 points. <laughs> Austin Reeves moved into the starting lineup. Speaking of chaps, scoring 25 <laughs> with a career best 11 assists as the Lakers beat the Suns. Yes, we're going to get into his oh, wardrobe. I can't imagine Austin Reeves were a Hey, chap. listen, the Lakers improved to 7-5 uh, and five in LeBron James' latest injury absence. What, is, what should Austin Reeves' nickname be? It's, it's right now it's the Mayo Mamba, right? What should it be? I, I'm, now I'm gonna ask you, Mayo Mamba. What is he trying to say? I don't. I don't. Because he it. scores like Kobe, but he's white. <laughs> right. But, but Mayo's actually Mayo. not Mayo's, white. He's, yeah, like, he's real, not white. But that's, it's, it's not white. That's an extreme. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's a that's a extremely. bad Mayo. If it's if it's that white, something wrong. Well, that's why if you're Mayo, you can't wear. Hold on. If you're Mayo, you can't wear white socks and white shoes. You can't go white on white on white. Yeah. You gotta you gotta break it up. We're going to get into Look at that. The, Look, yeah. Key, we got the screen up he needs, here on ESPN2. But, but you said well, it, Jay. The compression shorts or Key, the, the key, compression shorts need to hit above the knee with, with his shorts like that. It would look – if you did that and just switched up the no, color he, of his sneakers. But you know what he is, though? Hmm. Max and Jay, you both have bought cars that, that are shells, and then you add all the stuff to it. Yeah. He's a shell. You've got to add a He's lot of stuff model. to him. He, he's a shell. You you go in. You say you know you go buy a house. It's engine's good though. You, you got to get you, you want new this and I want the color over here and this floor and right. that's basically what you look at because when you look at his wardrobe alone, yeah. Oh man, he don't. It, it, now it's not see. right. You're I he's noticed builders it. Grade? I yeah exactly. I noticed it immediately. So then keep upgrade him. Upgrade. How do you do it? Well, do first, do? first of all, his 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 uniform is too tight. He needs to loosen that up. I agree. Okay. One size oh, up. Yep. The, 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 the shorts are snug. The, the, the top is snug, and it's not because he's swole. It's just that's just his body type and his style. Anytime, you're, anytime from the shoulder strap around the armpits right inside the jersey right there, if there's no looseness where, where I can't stick my hand down the side, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Right. Then when you go – White uniform, white wrong. shoes, white socks. Now look at uh, how you say Uchimura. Uchimura. You say Uchiwali. You say Uchi. <laughs> look at Uchimura behind you. He had the best Rui verse Uchiwali. on that song. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. No, but look, look at Uchimura. Right, he has on he has on dark shoes. Yeah, purple shoes. His socks are right. He has on the right undie tights. Look at his tights. They're almost yeah. his knees. Right. He has on the Kobe sleeve is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. He's right. The jersey, see the jersey at the belly is slightly is coming little out. A little bit of it's, give there. Yeah. It's some give there. Yeah. And he's right. Now, look at Reeves. He ain't got no headband. He ain't got no tats. He ain't got nothing on his legs other than socks. Nothing on his wrist, no elbow, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he just, it don't look right. This is not 19... Uh, 63 playing for some team, or 1953 playing for some team with the little bitty short. Jay, if, just, he had, if he had no, no, uh, nothing, no tats, no sleeve, no nothing, but he just had different guys. color shorts, a uh, different color sneakers, oh. and, and compression shorts coming down almost to his knee. He would, and a little looser, a little looser. It oh would look my good. God. I got it. He, it came to me. 
Do you guys ever watch Succession? No. You don't watch Succession? No. No, I don't, Jay. But you uh, can see, you can actually see the picture right now on uh, ESPN too. Yeah, yeah, I said that before. He looks like cousin Greg from Secession. All right. Oh One my goodness! One million got, percent. Oh, Jay. he is. If we oh, can get it a side TV by side, there. cousin he's gonna, Greg he's from Succession. Hate me though. <laughs> he looks just like him. They are lookalikes. They are twins. But but see, yeah, they, he probably does look like him. All but if you those think those about guys. it though, the Lakers, as an organization, Kuz. Was cool. Kuz had the tats. He had the. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah he had the headband going. Look at that. <laughs> they look just alike. It's like Mac Jones it's and Bailey Zappi. Or you and Curtis Granderson. Curtis Granderson. Yeah. Same thing. Some there's some doppelganger types running around. See, yeah. we uh, think about it. That style player though for the Lakers, they've all had a not a nickname but a, a identity, right? Whether it was. Kurt Rambis with the glasses, that was an identity. We could identify with him. You're talking about the, the white machine. guy on the Lakers. Yeah. Remember the <laughs> machine? he got a white guy, right. Man, the machine. Remember the machine? Woo! Back in the Kobe yeah. it, it, back in the Kobe days, the machine was one. Yeah. You can identify the hair, knock down mm-hmm. a three mm-hmm. in the hair, you know, you get that going. Now, Luke and then you Wall- talk about Caruso. Oh, Luke Wall was, yeah, but we knew Luke from L.A. But right. it, it was, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. UCLA guy. But then you think about. You fast forward and you go to Caruso. Caruso had the headband. He was just cool with he, it. He was it, yeah. He, had, he, he was had, it. Yeah. And a little bit of tad here. You know, he he talked that talk. You know, he also understood where the world was going in terms of changing, about things becoming more legal. So it was kind of like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, he Reeves looks like he played with Wilt and, and Jerry right. West in them. Yeah, that's what he looked like. He belonged yeah. with West, Jerry West. Elgin yeah. Baylor in them. He's not from the old school. Old school We're going to get him right, team. though. We're going to get him right. Put some tats on him. Clean we him up. We should have Austin Reeves on the show. Reddick sleeve tattoo. We should have Austin Reeves on the show and do a whole uh, conversation about this. Well, we, yeah, we we should. I had uh, out in L.A., as you like to say, 710 ESPN. We used to wear the L.A., the great station. Right, it is great station. We had Caruso on one day and just talking about, just his whole career, his swag, all that. So, yeah, maybe we'll get Reeves on one day. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, do you guys know that we are presented by Progressive Insurance? Because we are. I wanted to yes, mention that man. before we got out of here. People want Waiting. to talk about a lot of this stuff. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. That's, that's, uh, you can call in and chop it up with us. Chizop, KJM, NBA makeovers from Keyshawn. Coming right up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.